Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Five backfield battles for you right now on Fantasy Football Today in Five. Will the Cowboys make the list? I don't know. Heath has a list that he is not telling me. I don't think the Cowboys are going to be on there. Heath was very uh, dismissive of my idea of putting the Cowboys on the backfield battle list. So, Heath, go ahead. Unveil your five starting. It doesn't matter the order. Give me the first one. In no particular order, but the look I gave you was disgusted, not dismissive. The Chiefs, (laughs) the Dolphins, the Falcons, the Texans, and the Seahawks, Chiefs, Dolphins, Falcons, Texans, and Seahawks are the five backfield battles. There's more, but those are the five I'll be watching. Okay, which one is most important to you? Uh, well, the Chiefs are probably the most important because you know Andy Reid's history with running backs. We've been drafting off that for the last half a decade <laughs> for some reason. Um, no, uh, there's, no, there's, no been a, uh, there's a great history with running backs there. Th- there, there has was been in, before in the, Clyde in the past, especially in Philadelphia and when he had Kareem Hunt, a great history. And there's some six-game stretches where other backs have had great runs in Kansas City. Um, if like what we'd really like to hear or see is that Jarek McKinnon is not part of the backfield battle for the Chiefs. Because I think Ronald Jones and Clyde Edwards-Slayer could coexist in that offense and be just fine. Um, Maybe even really good. But maybe Rojo comes in and just takes over the early downs role. Maybe Clyde just completely disperses of both and gets a chance to be a full-time back. And maybe McKinnon makes everything awful. Okay, your best guess, real quick? My best guess is Rojo early and Clyde on passing downs. Seahawks backfield. It's Rashad Penny versus Kenneth Walker, and it sounds like Penny has the early edge. This may just be more of a battle of Rashad Penny versus his knees and ankles. Um, And if he can stay healthy, then he gets to start the year as the early downs back. I think it will be a bit of a committee no matter what. My best guess, if everyone's healthy, is Penny with a 65-35 split on early downs and Walker doing more stuff on passing downs than Penny. Dolphins, you said? Ugh. Um, <laughs> is, Rahom, is Raheem Mostert okay? Yeah, he'll be battling, I think, Sony Michelle for the early downs role with Chase Edmonds locked in as the pass catching running back and fighting for a bigger share of the running downs. Like, if Edmonds could somehow earn 10 carries a week or 10 to 12 carries a week, and he's averaged that in the past, but only because he had a couple of 20 or 25 carry games thrown in there. If he could consistently get 10 to 12 carries and be the passing downs back, he could be a number two back while sharing with one of these guys. I would guess Mostert's not ready or Mostert's not himself, and it's Sony Michelle on most early downs and Edmonds on most passing downs. And you said Texans-Falcons were the other two? Texans and Falcons are the other two. It's a couple of... Unheralded rookies in Tyler Algier and Damian Pierce fighting against some unheralded veterans. Um, Cordero Patterson, Rex Burkhead, Marlon Mack, Damian Williams. Who's not excited about these guys? <laughs> yeah, that's my question. What do you think the chances are we actually get a, you know, a number two running back out of either of these teams, Texans and Falcons? Um, 
for 35% that one of them produces a top 24 running back. Now, I think there's a chance that Pierce or Algier or Mack or Patterson has a stretch where they are a good or a number two running back. And I think that they're, we're going to get some flex performances. The, the key in Atlanta will be how much is Patterson going to play in the backfield and how much is Patterson going to play as a wide receiver. I think what they would like to have happen is have Patterson be a wide receiver who is also their passing downs back and Algier is their early downs back. If that happens, then there could be some value for both. And then how quickly can Pierce beat out Marlon Beck? All right, and finally, if the Cowboys are smart, they will have a backfield competition. I think they did themselves a disservice last year riding with uh, an injured Ezekiel Elliott instead of giving more carries to Pollard. And I wonder the reason can that I factor was in? disgusted is because that Jerry Jones uh, still runs that team, and Jerry Jones still loves Ezekiel Elliott, and they're talking about how he's in the best shape, not of his life, but he's running over 20 miles an hour. And you've talked about how Zeke was good before he got hurt it last was, year. It was, yeah. And most importantly, he's like making twelve million this year and has a dead cap hit of thirty million. Even if they wanted to cut him next year, it'd cost him twelve million in dead money. They're they're gonna do everything they can at the beginning of this season to hopefully get old Zeke back because if he's not, they look like fools. Okay. Sorry, jeez. That's it for, <laughs> for fantasy football today in five. Thanks everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow.